Hello, I'm Brad Geddes. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to help you explore the keys to success in your internet marketing and expand your wealth of knowledge. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app now available for iPhone and Android. Download it today from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Discover new ways to revolutionize your revenue stream linked right to your smartphone with the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're our marketing and tool set company designed to educate you on paid certs and save you time with our tools. On the show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. So uh, a few months ago, uh, Melissa Mackey and I did a show about enhanced campaigns, but it was before they were launched and kind of speculating about best practices and things to do. They have now launched. And so uh, Melissa is back with us to talk about what we're seeing and what we're learning. So thanks, Melissa, and welcome for being on the show. Thanks, Brad. Good to be back. Oh, it's good to have you. So you know, in my opinion, We've got good news and bad news about enhanced campaigns. You know, bad news is, is a lot about mobiles and tablets, good news extensions. So I was thinking it's always good to end with the good stuff. So let's kind of start with the bad. So the uh, the big elephant, in fact, I'm sometimes thinking this is the second biggest. We'll hit on the biggest in a second. Is how is mobile performing for you now? You know, we honestly turn mobile off for most of our clients we uh, specialize in B2B advertising, and a lot of our clients don't have a mobile experience or they don't have a mobile site or they don't know what they're going to do with mobile visitors, and it's just not worth it. Um, so we used to do separate campaigns for mobile and test some things, but now we just turn it off because it, we, there isn't enough control. Yeah, that's that's something I'm running into now, especially for the the people who we used to target by individual operating systems or individual carriers, and which are essentially demographic proxies. But it worked well. Um, so that's okay. So so we'll skip a little bit of mobile, but just so everyone knows, I'm seeing mobile CPAs a little higher and. I think part of the reason why is there are people now on mobile who don't know they're on mobile, and that's part of the, the issue with the non-educated advertiser. So what I think is actually turning into the biggest elephant and problem is tablets. We There's no bid modifier for tablets. A lot of us believe it's a different experience in desktops. Google doesn't believe this, hence why you can't do any bid modifiers on tablets. How is the tablet marking shaping up for you? You know, tablets are really a disaster for most of our clients. Um, as you said, Brad, they, a tablet really isn't a computer at this point. I, I do think that maybe in a few years we'll be there where, you know, a lot of computers, laptops now are really tablets and laptops both. 
Um, but people still don't use them the same way. You know, if you've ever tried to run your AdWords campaigns from a tablet, you know that it isn't the same experience. Um, and so that's kind of what we're seeing with, with our clients is we are not seeing good results from tablets. Um, I was looking this morning at one of our clients and they have a desktop cost per click of $3.11 and a tablet cost per click of six fifty six, And that's in search and that's ridiculous. So, you know, there really is just virtually no explanation for this. Um, and that fact alone is doubling their cost per conversion on tablets because they're getting the exact same conversion rate on both devices. But they, because the tablet CPC is so high, it's killing our cost per conversion. And most of our clients are seeing a similar issue. The tablet cost per click is 50 to 100% higher than desktop. So that's really bizarre because the auction price is the same. It's the same competitive market. So do you think that's due to some quality scores you can't see or do you have any, any thoughts on why that might be happening? You know, I've tried to run every report that I can think of. And I, I haven't been able to get to the bottom of why that is. The only thing that I suspect is that, you know, maybe in some um, tablet models, you know, maybe it's more akin to mobile where you only get the three spots or whatever. And, and we do have pretty aggressive bids because these are our clients who take, the, you know, they want to get as many leads as they can. Um, and so maybe we're bidding too aggressively. But the thing is, then that takes us out of the search auction when we reduce our bids. Um, you know, so we want to, <laughs> it's a conundrum. Yeah. And, and one thing that I've seen that's helped get me off of iPads, and this is so counterintuitive, is to add flash to websites because Google's got their, um, technology filter that if your site won't render well on a particular browser, they sometimes will just stop showing your site. So sometimes I found that doing a detective, it's a tablet, doing a flash banner at the top has actually helped. Flash can be useful again, it seems. That is so oh. funny. And, and I've heard that. <laughs> you know, I'm afraid to try it, but I've heard about that working. So, so okay, so going back to, to mobile for a second, because tablets, we're really kind of at a loss. We, we have no control on tablets. Right. Um, but but so you're, you've been around for a long time like I have in this industry, and – once upon a time, and new advertisers just don't remember this, Google used to never let you segment search from display. So we had to duplicate our campaigns. One was only set to search. One was set to search and display with a lower bid. And then we would try to finagle it so that we could do display at lower CPCs in search. And it was, it was kind of a mess. Uh, and And so... I've seen some people trying this with mobile to very, very mixed results. Have you tried to do any of this segmentation like the old days to keep mobile and desktop separate or just you're letting mobile go for now? Yeah, we've really let mobile go for now. And, and I have heard from people who've tried to do this. And what they've told me is that they found that the, three, the plus 300% and, and low desktop bid, you know, plus 300 for mobile. The low desktop bid is, bid is not enough to keep your ads from showing a pretty decent volume on search. And so it kind of messes things there. And then a lot of times you end up with your mobile bid being higher than you're comfortable with when you're doing that 300%. Um, you know, I, I just find it interesting that 
Google and, and everyone really tells us that mobile traffic is growing. This is so important. This is really, you know, people need to be focusing on this. And then Google's taken us back to 2003 with this move to enhance campaigns. Yeah, because, you know, we have some people who actually they don't want desktop. They do so well on mobile, and they're generally call-focused companies that they actually wish they could turn desktop off and only do mobile. So the the mobile modifiers are, are not enough to keep, as you said, some desktops, and it's kind of killing their CPA, but it's reversed. It's desktop basis. So So let's talk about these modifiers for a second. I mean, we've got mobile modifiers we have time of day modifiers we've had for years and, and we have geographic modifiers now which is kind of nice so are you enjoying using bid modifiers <laughs> no absolutely <laughs> not you know this is this is the kind of thinking and math that i don't want to have to do um you know i'm not afraid of of math obviously to be a pay-per-click professional you kind of have to use it but i don't want to have to think about okay do i want this to be 50 percent less or 20 percent more or minus 100 i just want to set a bid that i think makes sense and maybe it's because i'm an old school you know if i were new to pay-per-click and and learned on the percent model as opposed to the this flat you know set the amount you want to pay i might be feeling differently about that but this is way too much thinking for me yeah, and this kind of goes back to we used to have a campaign for every geography. We just set our bids at the keyword level by geography and not deal with modifiers. So are you using bid modifiers much at all other than minus mobile? Not really. There are some cases where we have a client who either doesn't want to appear in a particular geography. So you know, instead of excluding it, we can just use a modifier to turn it off. Um, you know, or they want to really show up in a certain area because they're they're doing a special that's targeted to that area, or they're having a trade show in that city, and they really want to boost the bids so that everybody sees their ads during that time. And modifiers are great for things like that. Um, but you know, on a on an overall how I structure my campaigns and manage them, I, I'm just creating new campaigns instead of using modifiers. Yeah, because I mean, when I look at it, it, it seems the idea, right, is simplification, where you don't need a campaign by geography. You need one campaign, assuming your ads aren't changing, and you have modifiers. But if I have just a hundred keywords, you know, ten geographic modifiers, ten time of day modifiers, which which isn't that many total modifiers, that hundred keywords becomes ten thousand bids. Right. Now, if that were a thousand keywords, all of a sudden I've got a million bids, and, and I haven't seen a good way to try to track this whatsoever, um, and and that's kind of like one of the issues that that's involved here is we have features that have no insights to them. Um, like I can't yeah. even run a report that says how often was these modifiers used. I don't know. Right. Um, okay. That's so a, that's a great point. I, I just want to kind of elaborate on that for a second because you're absolutely right google's given us this functionality that uh, and and not given us the insight into how it's really working and so it's really problematic it's a it's a complication without a, a way to measure whether the complication is worthwhile yeah that's very fair and in fact i'm going to go back to something we were talking about before the show and so so melissa and i both use cpa bidding we've seen some weird stuff with enhanced modifiers but but overall i, I would like it and one of the, the issues that we're sort of seeing is that um, Google just allowed – and I don't know if this is a bug that they're not using it or if it really is a new feature. 
allowed you to do a bid modifier on a CPA-based bid. And I tried it out, and I can't even tell if it's being used. And and Melissa hasn't even tried it out yet. So it's this kind of stuff that's causing some issues. So so tell you what. So bid modifiers, tough to deal with. We, we all know this. Good – it's really good, though, if you want to confuse potential clients because when you talk about – you now have one million bids. Uh, they're going to want to use someone else besides themselves. But um, there is good news with enhanced campaigns, and, and a lot of that comes into the ad extensions. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors and then come back and really talk about the positive things of enhanced campaigns. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hello, we're back, and we're talking with Melissa Mackey, who's a search supervisor over at Gyro, about enhanced campaigns. And, and we've kind of talked about the negative, so the positive really seems to be the ad extensions, which work Google coupled them, I think, with enhanced campaigns to make us feel better about them as opposed they could have launched these independently. But um 
you know, I've really liked the fact that I can do ad group level extensions when necessary. Um, have you gone to the level where you're doing some ad group level extensions and overriding campaign extensions? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of my favorite aspects of enhanced campaigns is the fact that we have now ad group extensions and we have a lot more control over them. Um, so they're a little complicated to get used to using. And when I first tried to implement them, I, I was getting these duplicate ad notices and things and I didn't really understand it. And so if you're trying this for the first time, you may want to go and read the documentation that Google has on it. Um, but once you get the hang of it, these are really powerful. They offer you a ton of flexibility. And, you know, ad extensions have always been a way to kind of get multiple ads for the price of one ad. So you can get site links, you can get offer extensions, you can get call extensions, you can get location extensions, reviews. There's so many of them. I can't even list all of them right now. But you have now so much more flexibility with regards to those and with having them at the ad group level. So this is a huge move in the right direction. So of all the extensions, which which ones are you more focused on at the ad group level versus the campaign level? So I would say that for us, again, because we're B2B, um, for example, we don't use a lot of offer extensions and review extensions are really challenging in the B2B space um, just to get them approved and things like that. Um, so we haven't done a lot with those, but um, site links obviously are huge. And you can set up a whole bunch of different site links for basically your entire catalog of offerings and then just assign them to ad groups as appropriate. Make sure that you're not, you know, double serving or violating the policy. And it really works very well. It, it, the setup process is much quicker once you understand how it works. And the other thing that I'm using a lot is call extensions. You know, in B2B, people want to call a lot of time or the conversion takes place over the phone as opposed to online um, and, and call extensions, not only setting those at the ad group level and making specific, also using the other modifications that we can now use where we can day part them. Um, yep. So for call extensions, you can day part it for just when your call center is open, for example. So with the call extension, you, you have the option to say if this call is over X number of seconds, count it as a conversion. Um, and, and are you using that feature at all? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think as long as you understand that that's what you're doing and you don't forget that when you go to optimize um, and make sure you're looking at the right thing, I, I think that that's a valuable way to, you know, I used to try to back into that by running reports and, you know, saying, okay, here's the duration of the calls and here's how many we think are probably legit. But just being able to, to run a conversion on that and, and see where that's falling in terms of your other metrics. So seeing that in the interface, I guess, is what I'm saying. I think yep. that that helps a lot. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a big, big fan of it. So are you running any offer extensions? We are not. Um, okay. You know, we just don't really have any clients that that fits for. Yeah, you know, so I was just – I was making my presentation for SMX East last night, and uh, I'm doing a presentation on extensions. And I tried to find offer extensions, and it was amazing. After like 500 searches that should have offers – I saw one total usage, and it, it seems that this extension is great for a lot of businesses, but it really is just an, a totally underused extension. Um, and, and you know, when you search for 
dentists, Botox, optometrists, they should all be using this. So if you are a local-based business like that, take a look at it. There's some really good stuff there. Um, so so let's um, let's switch for a second. So we're having a lot of issues at the moment with, with Google, and there is more than one search engine out there. So when we sort of look at all this stuff, are you giving more preference to time on Bing yet because you can do some of this targeting on Bing? Absolutely. Absolutely. So first of all, especially in the B2B space, but also in a lot of B2B vertical or B2C verticals, um, you can get very high quality traffic at a much lower price than Google on Bing. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. You know, you're not going to get the volume. So obviously Google is still the market leader in terms of, of just driving sheer volume and numbers. But if you're looking for quality, um, you're definitely going to find that on Bing. And as I said, usually at a lower cost per click. And the other thing that Bing has that Google now no longer does is control over which devices your ads serve on. And not only that, but control over operating systems. So Google used to have this where you could say, I want to just show on iOS or just Android, and you could customize your ad copy towards that. Actually, presentation on that once telling people to do it, and now Google's made a liar of me, but you can still do it on Bing. <laughs> yeah, so when, I mean, obviously Bing has lost traffic, but what percentage difference do you see Bing versus Google? In terms of results or in terms of traffic? Um, let's, let's do traffic first. So we see about 70-30 which I think is actually what their market share is, about 70% from Google and 70 or 30% from Bing. But there are some of our clients who Google is just so competitive that the numbers are flipped. 70% Bing, 30% Google. Wow, and so that's when your CPCs are getting in that 10 to $20 range. So you normally see that? Uh, yeah, or even sometimes when it gets, yeah, when it gets above $20, definitely. Yep, yep. So, Percentage of conversions. I know this is completely off the cuff because we didn't talk about this at all. But um, when you look at your percentage of conversions, Bing versus Google, is it still 70-30 or is it different? No, it's probably 60-40, 60 Google and 40 Bing. Bing contributes a higher proportion of conversions um, as compared to their traffic. You know, they have a better conversion rate. And this is just speaking in generalities. Obviously, every yep. account is a little different. Yep. So, so when you're setting up Bing accounts now, are you first doing everything in AdWords and using the import to Bing function? Usually, yes. So it, okay. just because I think we're all more used to using the AdWords editor, um, kind of getting everything set up there and then importing it. But I, again, in some of these really competitive verticals, a lot of times we'll start out with Bing because we know it's more affordable and then we'll import from Bing to Google, which I'll tell you is not as easy as it is the other way around. <laughs> Google doesn't make it. They don't play as nicely uh, with others as, as Bing does. But um, it, because we want to find the keywords and the ad variations and the campaigns that perform the best and not waste a bunch of money in Google learning that, we'll learn it in Bing where it costs less. So you do, do you do more of your ad testing in Bing than Google? No, um, we do it equally in both because I found that the ads don't perform the same always. Um, but as I said, if it's a competitive one where we're trying to learn in Bing, then we'll start there. But it, to be honest, I think Google is still a little easy for ad testing. Yeah, I, I think so too. And the AdWords editor, unfortunately, is just way better than Microsoft's editor is. 
Yep. Um, they're not really close. And, and Bing has extensions too. So do you treat extensions the same way, Bing, as you do Google? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Bing has really, to their credit, made a huge effort in keeping up with enhanced campaigns. I'm sure that it was as much of a curveball to them when it first came out as it was to all of us. And um, you know, they really are, are pretty much right up with all of those things in terms of having ad group level extensions and control over the extensions with day parting and, and scheduling and things like that. They really made that a priority. That's why their editor isn't quite up to snuff, although that's coming along too. Um, you know, they, they are right up with Google in terms of, of the extension part. So are are we at the point yet where if you look at enhanced campaigns and we've got bid modifiers and you can't control this, you can't control that, and it's it, it can be quite confusing for someone new, we're at the point where we tell someone, hey, if you're going to get started, start with Bing where it's cheaper to learn and then go to Google, or is it still Google's got such market share they should just start there? You know, I, I find that we usually start with Google and Bing is an afterthought, but I, I've been pushing to change that, at least within our agency, um, because of exactly what you mentioned. You know, if you want to do just mobile and you've got a budget that's for mobile and you want to test and see what works in mobile, it, you can't really do it in Google, not effectively and not cleanly. So you've got to go with Bing in that case. And again, you may not get as much traffic. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, otherwise your mobile stuff's going to serve on desktop. So I, I think that we are reaching, and it isn't today and it may not be tomorrow, but I think at some point in the near future, we're going to reach a tipping point where people will be starting out on Bing and then going the other way. That's that's an interesting change. It's been years since I've said you should start something besides Google. I mean, back to the Overture Yahoo days, which hasn't existed for a while now, so... Right. That, that really is that really is quite a change. Um, so next question, again, we're really off script at this point in time, but are you doing um, SEO for clients too? We do, yes. So now that you know it's kind of official that not provided is gonna be hundred percent of Google at this point and is what it really sort of sounds like. Um, there there's the report in AdWords that you can, you know, get your organic and paid information right from one spot. Are, are Do you find that report is really useful for the SEO team? I think that it is. And, um, you know, again, it requires webmaster tools. And so not every client has that set up. And, you know, I, I was just chatting with people on Twitter today about how sometimes just getting everything in place to be able to use all these great features is the biggest hurdle that we all face, um, especially in the agency world. But, um, you know, I do think that especially now that the not provided is, is kind of the norm, um, which is a nightmare for SEOs. I yeah. mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's a nightmare for my own, you know, my own personal sites and things. It's terrible. Um, so I, I do think that, you know, it's almost like Google's forcing us to, to use AdWords because it's the only way you can get your data. Yeah, no, I mean, I was, so I started doing SEO in 97, I think. And back then, AOL was the internet. I mean, you had Excite and AltaVista, but it was AOL. And, and AOL encrypted all their search query data. So we didn't have keywords years ago that we were running ranking reports off of and so forth. But then you kind of go back to ranking reports as a proxy as opposed to keyword data, which isn't the best way to do stuff either. But there, there will be some evolution in SEO over the next six months over how reporting is done for clients. That's for sure. 
it's go um, back to the future or future to the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we hit, I mean, our one site hit 90% not provided about eight months ago. And, and so we were blind on it anyway and just reminding me back of the old days when we didn't have keyword data. Yeah. Um, so, so tell you what, we're going to take one more break for our sponsors and then we're going to come back and ask Melissa sort of all this stuff for enhanced campaigns and Bing and so forth. What are the top two or three insights we should be thinking about as we try to make enhanced campaigns profitable for us? More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big... You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. On demand anytime. Inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We are back talking with Melissa Mackey about um, enhanced campaigns and some big information and so forth. And so we have just a few minutes left. And so we've been sort of kind of a little bit all over the place today, but it, it's good conversation. So of all the stuff we've talked about, if someone is not new, they, they're a bit of experienced in, in AdWords and Bing, but they don't have all the time in the world to learn everything and test everything. What are the, the points you would say, hey, this is what you really should look at to see if 
enhanced campaigns is doing well for you, or this is just something you should be doing. Like you should be using modified broad match instead of broad match. Or, you know, what are your few takeaways in that? Well, the takeaways kind of depend on what the client's goals are. So, you know, first and foremost, you want to make sure that you're you're measuring uh, the goals that will, or the the actions, I should say, that that achieve the client's goals, and then craft your campaigns accordingly. Um, one rule of thumb that I do teach people is if your your client or your site doesn't have um, a mobile version, if it's not responsive and doesn't have a you know doesn't render well on mobile, you need to just turn mobile off. Deal with that later. Um, so that's you know if it's not going to be a good experience, don't waste your money on it. So that's that's first and foremost. But otherwise, as far as match types and what modifiers you should be using in terms of geo and and uh, things like that really depends on the client's goals and their vertical. Um, if you're trying to drive awareness and high impression volume and, and conversions are a lower goal for you, then modified broad match or even regular broad, heaven forbid, might be okay. Um, but if you're in a competitive area and it's $35 a click, and you know, then you better not be bidding on any broad match or even modified broad because you're going to spend too much money and it's not going to be worthwhile. So I think that it really just depends on the situation. Okay, so one last question before we wrap up. So Google finally announced, and was so happy to see this change, that you can now make the AdWords conversion tracking script up to 90 days long before the cookie expires. Is Do you think at 90 days that we're seeing that our attribution funnels are going to be messed up, or are you looking at this like, great, our clients have 30 trials the cookie expires in 30 days. We never can get actual conversion data from Google because of it. Is this a positive change to you? Or do you think it's going to throw a wrench into the data even make it worse? I think it's positive just because they're giving us the choice. So, you know, for some clients, 30 days is fine. It's a, a purchase that they're going to make right away. But like you said, a 30-day trial or in B2B where it's a long lead cycle with a lot of research that's going on, I love the fact that we can now open it up to 90 days and be able to look back on that data because 30 days just isn't long enough for a lot of clients. Yeah, so with offline tracking and now variable cookie links, I'm I'm getting a little more bullish of using AdWords actually tracking again over analytics. We'll, we'll right. see. Yep. So, hey, Melissa, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if people want to find you online, where should they look? So I'm always on Twitter, at Mel66. You can find me there pretty much anytime. Um, you can email me, melissa.mackey at gyro, G-Y-R-O, dot com. And you can find me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Melissa Mackey. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Brad. It's been fun. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Mark and Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information about our guests can be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes of Mark and Nirvana can be found Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives or past episodes at webmasterradio.fm, Stitcher, iTunes, the Webmaster Radio, iPhone, and Google Play apps. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs. 
Sessions, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.